Hi everyone, welcome back to our podca- uh, podcast. I'm Attaf Hamza and today we have a special guest who just happens to be my sister. Hi everyone, my name is Shada Hamza. She's here today to give us her perspective. She's a recent college graduate, so I'm excited uh, for what she has to offer up. Uh, first off today, we're going to talk about registering your business's name. Uh, yes, registering your name is a crucial part for any business. It's what uh, makes the name official and distinguishes you from others. Uh, not just does it make the name official, it also makes your business a legal entity. Okay, but uh, how do you register your name? Well, uh, to do the, uh, to, re- uh, to register your name, you must register it in the state that the business is based in. Uh, you fill out an application online through your state's business defi- uh, division, and that's how you register for it. So now that you registered your name, no company can use that name for itself. But that doesn't mean that you trademarketed the name. Uh, yes, registering a name means that the world will know you by that name, but trademarking your name protect, uh, protects it from anyone else. No one else can use that name because you trademarked it. Uh, business owners should really consider trademarking the name. You don't want any other uh, businesses coming and uh, using uh, your business uh, business's name and offering bad products. Uh, this would basically ruin the reputation of your company. Uh, yes. Uh, let me go back a bit to registering your name because I have to mention that there are consequences for businesses who don't register their name. If you don't register your name, anybody else can use that name. So basically, potential customers could look up your business, and other businesses would uh, would uh, show up, and they would uh, and it would just confuse the customers, uh, and they won't bother to look uh, even more for your business. Yeah, of course, and you you don't want that to happen. Uh, yes, exactly. So now let's discuss how customers are going to pay. Okay, so making a profit is how we know if a business is successful or not. So you want to set up the, th- uh, the process uh, of the payment so that it's both convenient for you and the customer. Typically, when you have a store location where, you're, where you sell your goods and services, you would accept cash or card payments. Uh, or even the virtual wallet, you know, like the ones we have on our iPhones. Right. But when it's online, payment is usually done by credit cards and not cash. So determining where you're going to sell your good is the first step of deciding how customers are going to pay for it. Uh, even if you have a physical location, um, and um, like instead of selling your goods um, when you sell your goods in store, you should really consider a no cash policy, especially because of the COVID nineteen situation. People are not com- comfortable with handling cash, um, so you might want to look into a no cash policy in order to put your customers' mind at ease. Uh, yeah, of, uh, but of, uh, of course, having a no cash policy have its benefits and pitfalls. Card or virtual payments are, of course, like a safer alternative uh, for uh, in this. Uh, or several uh, safer alternative uh, for uh, for cash, uh, but like a lot of people don't have like credit cards on them and they only carry cash. Uh, another form of payment that a business could uh, have is uh, store credit. Now they would only offer this to, of course, their loyal customers. Uh, basically, the customers would uh, uh, buy and. Um, uh, they can just uh, like they could buy for a certain amount of time and they could pay later on, like within an, in a month or a week or so. Uh, yeah, but uh, of course, like a, a business would have to like have guarantees that these customers are going to pay. So they will only do it for like loyal customers and have uh, like their banking, uh, like their credit card information uh, saved in store so that uh, if like the customers didn't pay for like, let's say a longer amount of time, they can just like have a guarantee and just like charge them whenever. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we have discussed the payment process and registering your name, let's dive into keeping track of your workflow. 
a successful business needs to keep track of all of its workflow and have it documented. Yeah, a document with all the workflows help the process of uh, help the process and uh, uh, help the process of the business uh, and keep it organized, uncomplicated, and easy to follow through. It also helps with identifying ways in which you can improve the business and uh, make it run more efficiently. Uh, it can also help with uh, finding shortcomings in the process. Definitely. It also makes the process clearer for everyone involved. Uh, in order for a business to have this document, someone must write down uh, the entire process, how every single process works and include um, a detailed entity of um, the daily procedures that happen in a business. This document won't just help with making the process better, but it can also serve as a reference for employees who are new and confused about something in the process. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, so a company would want to have uh, everything documented on a notebook or virtually. Uh, they should also make copies of it and uh, hand it into all of the employees so that um, they're basically updated with everything that's happening on a daily basis within the company itself. Yeah, so basically this document would just like be, uh, serve as a standard for like the whole process. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, also, like uh, companies should really like uh, look for, uh, create a website to create uh, so that they can create an online presence. Uh, right, everything is done online these days, so you have to have an, oil, uh, an online presence and your website, uh, it should do that. The website should be updated uh, in order for the consumers to be attracted to the company in the first place. Uh, yeah, the website is going to be the primary source of information about you for the customers, so you should include every single detail you want them to know about you as a company and why your company is special. Yeah, the company needs to talk about itself, why they started the business and... Um, the store in general, uh, of course, talk about the the aim of the business, the goal, the mission, uh, why they started in the first place and uh, how uh, they would like to maintain uh, the workflow um, and include any facts and stuff like that within the website itself. Yes, definitely. And you also want to make the uh, website easy to navigate. If it's too complicated, customers won't bother to look around in it. Yeah, exactly. The website needs to be fun, attractive in order for the consumers to be attracted to it in the first place. It also needs uh, to be uh, visually pleasing. If it looks good, people would spend more time on it. Uh, maybe like have uh, like you also need uh, uh, make it. Uh, you also need to make it interactive. Uh, customers can uh, so the customers can, uh, cust customers can easily interact with it uh, and have ac uh, have easily uh, access to customer support in a place where they can leave their feedback uh, and uh, their experience with the store. Yeah, of course, and they should also keep it updated so that uh, the customers are well aware of what's new within the company itself. Uh, exactly. So that's all we have uh, for you today in this episode. Thank you so much for listening and please tune in for the next episode. Uh, thank you. Uh, don't forget again to tune in for the next episode. Have a good one.